After one quarter of the 2017 regular season, the Eagles are 3-1, 2-0 in the NFC East, and 2-1 on the road. While it's not a perfect start, it is a solid beginning to the season for a team in first place in the NFC East. What's next for the Eagles? They were in the exact same position a year ago, 3-1 and and leading the NFC East. A young team on the rise, except that they weren't. The Eagles skidded to a 4-8 record the rest of the way, sending them into an offseason of questions and hard work. Hello everyone and welcome. I'm insider Dave Spadaro. And in this Eagles Live podcast, we're going to take a look at Sunday's opponent, the Arizona Cardinals, and we're going to explore this question. How is this 3-1 start different than the 2016 3-1 team? To begin on that theme, let's go straight to the head coach, Doug Peterson, who has his offense cranked up, particularly the running game that has helped the Eagles lead the NFL in time of possession. Here is Doug Peterson in our weekly one-on-one talking about his Eagles. Doug, the idea of running the football, let's go back to the concept in the West Coast offense. Why do people think that, you know, they've watched Andy for 14 years, they figure that your offense is going to be very similar to his? Why are fans media so surprised that you're running the football? You know, if you go back to the roots of the West Coast system, it was always a ball control, quick three to five step passing game, and then the run game. It's just so happened that back then, you used a lot of two back and tight end sets, where now it's more one back sets, but you can still utilize the two back blocking scheme uh, with the way we used our tight end. So, you know, for us, it is about uh, a little bit of ball control, but at the same time, we maintain that aggressiveness down the field, definitely want to score points and, uh, you know, keep the ball away from our opponents. How do you feel about the offense after four games? I feel good. I feel good. I think we're in a good spot. I think there's still plenty to learn, however, plenty to grow, and, you know, it's still a work in progress. Uh, We still got to figure out uh, the red zone. We've moved it down there, uh, and especially this last week, we came away with too many field goals and not enough touchdowns. So, we got to evaluate that. We got to get better there. Overall, real pleased with third down efficiency we've been able to stay on the field and and then we got to eliminate the big play on defense uh it just seems to maybe haunt us here and there uh with our defense but these guys are battling one thing you do see though is uh they might give up a big play but then they get stout they stop a team either punt or field goal and uh, that's what you want also so last year game number four was in detroit fumble toward the end of the game lose the game then lane has his suspension three and one record last year three and one record this year does it feel different it does feel different and it feels different because i think there was a little more, I don't want to say masking, but I think there was some of that a little bit early in the season and teams hadn't really figured Carson out yet. They haven't really figured us out as an offense yet because it was all new. And now this year, everybody's a year older in the system. Carson's a year older, a lot more wiser, making good choices, good decisions. The defense is rolling. The defensive line is rolling off the ball. We're creating takeaways. We're not giving the ball away. And then our ability to run the football. And, uh, you know, the other difference too is, you know, we did have Lane those first four games. We still have Lane, you know, so far this year and definitely made a big impact on our success offensively. Thanks, Doug. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, the offense is doing pretty well. The Eagles have been riding the running game, which ranks fourth in the NFL. Garrett Blunt has been a force, and he has the absolute respect of Arizona head coach Bruce Arians, who knows his defense has to be ready to be physical against Blunt's force. Well, you know, Garrett, he's a handful every time he gets the ball. For a big man, he can make you miss. He can run you over, make you look bad. And their offensive line is solid. I mean, those are all big-time guys. And adding Alshon, Nelson's moving, Torrey. I mean, they got a ton of weapons, so that kind of helps. But it all starts with the running game. 
It's been more than just blunt, of course. The Eagles have been riding the backfield by committee approach that includes Wendell Smallwood and Corey Clement. The offensive line has been punishing, even as coach Jeff Stoutland has rotated Stefan Wisniewski and Chance Warmack at left guard. And Carson Wentz is playing terrific football at the quarterback position. Tight end Zach Ertz has been one of the best in the league, and Alshon Jeffrey has led a much improved wide receiver core. But it's the run game that has attracted all the attention, and rightly so. It all starts up front, says offensive coordinator Frank Reich. Frank, the running game is what everybody's talking about. You had said all through the summer, really even the spring, when I asked you about the run game and people were panicking about it, you said, hey, I have confidence that we're going to be able to run the football. Why did you have confidence then, and what are you seeing now? I think it's, as a coach, for us as an offensive staff, it was easy to have confidence in the run game because you look at those guys up front. They're beasts, and they're playing well, and just have a lot of confidence in those players. Wiz at left guard working with Chance. Why is that such a successful rotation? Those guys work as a unit. I give those guys a lot of credit. Even working in the rotation, give Jason Peters and Kelsey a lot of credit. Have different guys working in there. Stout does a great job of cross-training those guys. They get a lot of reps together through the whole offseason. So it's working because everyone's playing well. Every week for Lane and for Jason, it's been elite pass rushers off the edge. Can you talk about how they've played through four games, Frank? The tackle play between those two guys has been second to none, like you said, every week. And it's going to continue throughout the rest of the season. We knew that going into the season. And that's why last year when there was talk of Jason Peters, oh, is this it? Was he going to retire? I can just tell you, we as an offensive staff, please don't retire. Come back, especially this year, knowing all these great edge pass rushes we play playing the AFC West in our division. So you can't say enough about how those two guys guys have played. How do you feel about the physicality of the offensive line and the running backs? They seem to break through contact and continue to gain yards. Well, that's the thing about the running game that you love. It's not as sexy, but man, it is fun. It is fun when you're running the ball. It's just an aggressive mindset, and it starts up front, and they're aggressive. I mean, hang around those guys. Lane Johnson, he's he's got an aggressive mindset. Jason Peters, all those guys, and it starts in that room with Stout and Eugene, the way they're coached and all the way through so but there's no taking it easy every week you got to prove it every week but we got a lot of confidence in those guys thanks frank okay Join the inaugural Eagles Autism Challenge, a cycling run-walk event to fund autism research. It's a day for the entire region to become a team, have fun, and together advance autism research. For more info, visit eaglesautismchallenge.org. Ah, Lane Johnson, the right tackle, is playing excellent football after a rough 2016 season, during which he was suspended for 10 games by the NFL for violating the league's substance abuse policy. He's back and he's here to stay, even if that suspension haunts him every day. I'm just excited to be here. You know, last year still weighs on my mind all the time, so every time I'm on the field, I just try to go play my best. So I feel we're in a good situation. You know, everything's right in front of us. We have a good team, and I think we're improving each week, so I think we're right where we need to be. So every time I come in here, I think about all the games that I missed and let my teammates down, so I try to give it back whenever I'm on the field and at practice and just try to give it back to them whenever I can. Yeah, I think I helped this team. I'm not trying to be arrogant, but I think when I'm in there, I think I definitely helped this team out just on the field and off the field. You know, I like this group of guys. I see them as my brothers and guys that I enjoy being around and, and being friends with. So whenever I'm away from this place in the offseason, you know, I, I just miss the guys and the camaraderie we have here. So it's something special. Center Jason Kelsey is willing to take it a step beyond with the way he rates the offensive line's performance. 
I think we've been great, to be honest. I think that obviously the last two games have been outstanding. I thought pass pro for the most part struggled a little bit early on there in the first couple games, but I think that for the most part we've been really solid this season. I think anytime you're having success, execution fuels emotion, right? That's kind of one of the big things the Stout's always saying to us. Everybody wants to hoot and holler and stuff like that, but one of the best ways to get that going is by executing. You know, when you're moving the ball on the ground, when you're pass blocking well, when your offense is functioning at a high level, that fuels emotion, that fuels excitement and energy. It's a lot more fun than losing, that's for sure. Are the Eagles the real deal? Here is a perspective in our press pass with former Eagle and current WIP host, Ike Reese. Ike, here the Eagles sit at 3-1. and one. Is this a team that is legitimately a contender in the NFC? Yeah, no doubt about it. And it's not as if the Eagles still don't have areas that they can improve in. I'll start off with there's no clear dominant team in this conference. And so when I look at the Eagles and I look at the other teams in this conference, I say we got just as good of a chance to represent this conference as anybody. And we're not even playing at full strength right now. We still are going to have to get guys back. The defense is going to get better. The offense will get stronger as they continue to build chemistry and Carson his development is right on schedule playing great late in games and that's what you really need it's going to start with the quarterback position right so all these games going to be close and this team is learning how to win close games what do we have like six or seven games last year where it was like a one possession game and it was a young team and we didn't figure out how to win them and this year from the head coach to the quarterback you're seeing at the two most critical positions guys executing whether it's play calling or play execution late in games and that's what it takes How would you describe your reaction to the commitment that Doug appears to have made to the run game? I enjoy it. And here's what I enjoy about it. I'm not one of those guys that we still live in the 70s and 80s where it's three yards in a cloud of dust. But I think as a coach, you have to be flexible. You have to be willing to adapt and do what's best to beat the team that week. And that's what I think I've seen for four weeks. Uh, Would we like to have run the ball a little more in the first two weeks? I'm sure they would have. But obviously going into those games, they didn't think that was the best way for them to win. And over the last two weeks, you're playing the 31st and 32nd ranked run defenses. And great for us that the coaches recognize that and realize that's going to give us the best chance to win. So I wouldn't necessarily say I would expect this type of run pass ratio throughout the rest of the season. We have a lot of weapons at the skill position. But I love the fact that our offensive line now seems to have gained some chemistry and some cohesion up front. They're moving guys off the ball. And then having LeGarrette Blunt run with the attitude that he's running with, I think he's a great tone setter for those two young running backs and Wendell. Smallwood and Corey Clement that they are following his lead and when running backs are running like that that fires up the offensive line and we heard Carson say it in his post-game press conference when we run the ball like that it makes his job easier so I love the fact that we've been willing to adapt and adjust and make those type of uh, decisions to commit to the run the last two weeks when it presents itself I think we're going to do it coach is going to have confidence in it to call it and stick with it but at the same time we got a number 11 back there who has a special arm so that's going to be put to use as well so finally I see this as a two-game little mini-season right now. Arizona, which is struggling, coming into Lincoln Financial Field, and then you go to Carolina and have a bye week, and after that, boy, two wins would be so huge. This team can't let down. This team won't let down, will it, Ike? Nah, hasn't in 20 games. That's probably been the most impressive fact or facet of this team under Doug's leadership is that they seem to come to play hard every week. They don't win them all, but they seem to come to play every week, and two games in the next 10 days or so, whatever it is, it's just going to be another test for this team to have to overcome. This game against the Chargers was not easy. You have an emotional victory 
like you had against a divisional opponent in the Giants to get on the road five hours away, play against a desperate team, and then match their intensity and then find a way to win the game late. This team is building something here, and I'm talking about mental toughness, and that's going to carry you a long way. I'm excited for the next two weeks. I have no doubt in my mind that we'll be in both games. It's just a matter of whether or not we'll be able to execute late in those games. Two savvy quarterbacks we're going to have to play against, and Carson Palmer and Cam Newton eventually. But like I said, when I look at this team, this team is starting to believe that they have a chance to win every game that they play. And that's all you can ask for when you lace them up on Sundays. Thanks, Dave. Yep, thank you, Dave. Here come the 2-2 two two Arizona Cardinals fresh off a win over the San Francisco 49ers. Arizona has had some bad luck with injuries, losing star running back David Johnson, which has severely hampered the running game, dealing with several injuries along the offensive line, and now facing the rest of the season, minus standout defensive end Marcus Golden, who had 12 and a half quarterback sacks last season. With all of that, the Cardinals are still very good on defense and dangerous on offense, with quarterback Carson Palmer and superstar Larry Fitzgerald leading a blazing fast wide receiver core. As defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz says, of course, it's more than just Fitzgerald with this Arizona offense. Another Hall of Fame quality player. It's not just about Larry Fitzgerald, though. They got a lot of speed and a quarterback that, as I know Coach Arians has said, he's playing at a level that he hasn't seen him play before. They've had their struggles here and there, but I think he's really playing good football, and we have a work cut out for it. Again, it can't just be about Larry Fitzgerald. It can't be about one player. If you make it that way, you're going to be susceptible to other things, and we got to do a better job of not being susceptible to other things. Not having Johnson has severely impacted the Arizona attack, as Schwartz notes. The scheme hasn't changed, but the production has very substantially dropped without Johnson. Yeah, I was watching the opener and didn't face them last year, but watching the opener against Detroit, and he was obviously a big part of their game plan. They've sort of compartmentalized that. They really haven't changed offense or what they do. They just use Chris Johnson in sort of one half of that role and use Ellington in another half. Both of those guys are good in what they do. Ellington has played wide receiver for them. He's made some great catches, and he's so hard to handle coming out of the backfield. So I think there's still the same challenges. It's just they've compartmentalized it a little bit, and we start to defend the same offense and the same quarterback. This is Carson Wentz of the Philadelphia Eagles. When you've got a quarterback, you've got a chance. The Eagles have a quarterback. Oh, do they ever. And you're listening to the Eagles Live Podcast with Dave Spadaro. Three and one, first place in the NFC East. It's early, and a lot can happen as we found out last season, but it's hard not to get excited about what the Eagles are putting together. What's been most impressive in this start to the season? Former Eagle Brian Westbrook likes the way this team has been resilient. The most impressive thing is the way that this team continues to respond. It's very easy to go on the road and just not play up to your ability and play down to the caliber of team that you're going to play against, but they continue to compete. They continue to get better from week to week, and if you want to get to the end of the season and get into the playoffs, you have to get better every single week. You can't just gloss over some of your weaknesses, and it's clear that this team has not glossed over their weaknesses. They actually have gotten better at their weaknesses, and that's important for every team. They've also appeared to have changed the personality of the offense. Do you believe that Doug Peterson has remade this offense into a run first? I'm, I'm, I'm laughing when I say a run first offense. I don't think any offense coming from Andy Reese tree down to Doug is ever going to be run first. But when you have the opportunity to get the big fella going like we have in the last couple of weeks, it's always going to be good. And you now know that you can run the football. Now your offensive line understands 
that we need you guys to reestablish the offensive line of scrimmage. And if we do that, then we have a running back behind us that'll get a job done. And so that's going to be important as you move forward in the season. And you have a quarterback that's been passing the heck out of the ball, and that's important as well. From a running back standpoint, you went through the rotation. You were part of a committee. The challenge of being part of that committee and still A, mentally staying tuned in, B, being in the flow of the game all the time. It's tough because as a running back, you want to see all the looks and then be able to say, next time I run the ball, I'm going to do this different. And unfortunately, when you're a running back by committee, your next time may be a quarter from now. And so you have to kind of understand what's going on, watch the game very closely and be ready to go out there and explode on your first play. That's the tough part. These guys have done a great job with Clement, Smallwood and Blunt. They've done a great job of staying ready. And when they get into the football game they've made some plays that's important are the eagles the best team in the nfc east right now they're definitely playing like the best team in the nfc east you have a quarterback that's playing well you have a defense that has traveled well and done a pretty good job and you've added a run game the last two weeks and that's going to be important down the stretch a lot of x plays given up by the defense i know jim schwartz not happy about that yeah you still have some very young cornerbacks I mean, these guys are just still learning the game they're still trying to understand what nfl football is all about however you played against some very good receivers williams is fast keenan allen is fast and he He's big. So you play to get some guys that can go and get it. They did a good job of making those big time plays. Now, like we talked about before, learning from the past games, they have to understand these secondary guys have to understand where we made mistakes and they have to learn from those. This week, it's Arizona. They had the struggle last week to beat San Francisco. I mean, not sure I'm buying in on Arizona, which to me makes it more dangerous. I don't want to see a letdown. Definitely can't afford a letdown game here in your own house. The biggest thing, they have a quarterback that can throw the ball just like Phillip Rivers can throw the ball. They have receivers, Brown, as well as Fitzgerald that can go and get it. So you always have to be weary of those guys. Let's keep everybody in front of us, then come up and make the tackle. Mark is golden out for the Cardinals' 12 and a half sacks, I think, last year. How big a loss is that, Brian? That's huge. Coming into the game, you have to protect Carson Wentz, make sure that he has lanes to throw the football. We've seen what he's able to do when he has time. He's an accurate quarterback. He's able to drop dimes, putting the ball in places where no one else can catch it except for the receiver. He has that ability. First, you have to start with protecting him. Having guys out on the defensive side of the ball, that's going to be important. Let's continue to run game just a little bit as well. Run the ball, Doug. That's what Brian Westbrook says. Keep running it. Keep running. Every running back wants to run the football. I was upstairs talking to Doug earlier and I pounded on the desk. Keep running the football. We end today with the Merrill Minute. Merrill Reese in his 41st season as the voice of the Eagles steps back and re-examines the state of the NFC East. This is the Merrill Minute. The Eagles are in the football. The Eagles are in the It's Groundhog Day. They do it again. This game could be in a museum. Going into this season, when I assessed the rest of the NFC East, it looked to me as if the Cowboys were the class team, the team to beat. And right behind the Cowboys, and very, very dangerous, were the New York Giants. And finally, bringing up the train were the Washington Redskins. I really felt the Redskins were going to be quite a bit below the Giants. And far below the Cowboys. But now as the season goes on and you look at the way things have evolved, the Redskins, to me, look like the best team in the NFC East. They're the team that the Eagles are going to have to beat ultimately. The Cowboys, they're still dangerous, but they are vulnerable and they're not playing good defensive football and they're having problems. And the Giants, well, heading into this weekend, they still haven't won a game. They're playing the Chargers, so somebody's going to come up with a win. But you know what? The Giants are not 
a bad football team. They've been struggling along the offensive line. They haven't been making plays, but they are still a very competitive football team. But right now, the game that really looms large will be on October 23rd. Eagles beat the Redskins to start this season in Washington. That was a huge win for this team looking back. Not only was it a division win, but it gave the Redskins a loss that could haunt them at the end of the season. So right now, the Eagles, in my opinion, have a great shot. They're in great position to make a real run to win this division. But again, Redskins, Cowboys, and Giants in order of performance. We thank you for joining the Eagles Live podcast. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Make sure you're with us on Sunday as the Eagles host the Arizona Cardinals, a one o'clock kickoff. And then after the game, we'll come back with another Eagles Live podcast instant reaction from Lincoln Financial Field. Thanks to Brian Thomas and Richard Shu for putting it all together. And thanks to you for being a great audience once again. Have a great Eagles day, everyone. And fly, Eagles, fly. E-A-T-L-E-S!